Alrighty. Hopefully. That's recording. Yeah, it's recording. <sighs> Alrighty, welcome uh, to this episode of the Liverpool Strength Podcast. Uh, I'm Martin Kimberley, joined as ever by James McPhee. And Odin. And he's, Odin. He's behind me on the floor. He's surprisingly asleep. chill. Um, which is nice. Famous last words. Everybody knocks over Everything. laptop, microphone, camera stand. Takes a big shit on the floor. <laughs> He's fine. He's fine. Yeah, yeah so well, welcome to this episode. Uh, how's things, James? Same old. All right. All right. Nothing, nothing new to report, really. Mm. First, like, week... Uh, for second week post competition training, how's that going? Yeah, it's going alright. Still doing volume, feeling less sore, which is nice. It's always a good thing. Mm. Getting rid of them growing pains. Tight. Just, just growing. That's yeah. all it is, mate. Just growing. It's them, them muscle fibers cuddling. Mm. That's all that is. <laughs> uh, to start off this week's show, obviously. Uh, just want to say rest in peace to Louis Simmons. Um, I don't know how. Uh, I don't know how much of a fan of like the West Side stuff you were, but there's no denying that um, pretty much uh, any program or any coach that's worth his salt has taken some kind of inspiration from Louis Simmons. Um, and if you want a recommendation for a documentary where a gang of crazy people lift some heavy fucking weights, um, check out, what's it called, West Side versus the World. It's called something like that, or West Side Rules, or something like that. Um, it's very, very insightful. He built, uh, obviously, West Side Barbell. Uh, they dominated powerlifting for probably, like, best part of, like, four decades. Well, even, even today. Obviously, his attention turned to like other a- athletes and CrossFitters and all that kind of stuff. Very knowledgeable guy. Um, translated like a lot of texts uh, from uh, like from Russian yeah, uh, into English, silly. and obviously that brought that brought like obviously a lot of um, influence on modern day coaching. Just getting his protein in. Odin's getting on on the protein bars. So the protein bars. Yeah, it's called a protein strip, chicken, protein. chicken and turkey protein strips. Oh, 100% natural. They are for dogs, but we're gonna share a bag in a bit. <laughs> Gotta get that protein in. So yeah, uh, R.I.P. Louis Simmons. Uh, pretty much all of our programs that we run here, uh, influenced by by conjugate, concurrent, whatever you want to fucking call the uh, type of training that he popularized obviously didn't invent it um, but he popularized it so yeah um i think that's probably a, a, a good place to start the podcast and if we're talking in terms of like the will smith meme it could be <laughs> chris rock could be any decent program and will smith in this sense could be influenced mm-hmm. by louis simmons <laughs> Any, any other strength program? Yeah, West Side. yeah, yeah. <laughs> <clears throat> so yeah, there's two, there's two big things that happened in the last sort of seven days. Um, I like that meme I sent before. 
Can we see someone doing cardio? Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Do you want me to find you a box? <laughs> Underneath the first post that I saw, I think it was on like Barbend or something like that, um, that had said, obviously, rest in peace, Louis Simmons. Um, the first, the top comment was, uh, in his honour, I'm going to do uh, reverse hyper low bar <laughs> good mornings. <laughs> Banded low bar good mornings. <laughs> yeah. yeah, some of his stuff was, was a bit crazy but it was a bit crazy it worked didn't but it? it worked yeah like um, he, cre- he created didn't he create a way to train like around his back mm, yeah. he created the reverse hyper his thing was uh, weak things break and he broke his back twice so obviously he took that into into consideration invented a machine called the reverse hyper extension that lots of people obviously rave about um, basically bulletproofed his his lower back and I think it was something like it's like six months after. Uh, I'm probably butchering this, but uh, a couple of months after he'd had like a, a major back injury, he came back and won like a, either like a, a state championship or a national powerlifting championship. So the guy knew what he was doing. Whether you agreed with it or not, you're probably being influenced by him. Um, and yeah, it's a pretty sad time. Pretty sad time. So I remember when uh, when Glenn Pendley died. Yeah. That was a that was a, a sad one because obviously watching like the the old California strength Cal- videos strength, yeah. heavily influenced me into you know like getting into weightlifting um, and like wanting to give it a try like just because it looked like good fun like a bunch of crazy blokes in a in a gym. John North and Jangle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. A little bit more subdued than those guys, and yeah. nowhere near as talented. But yeah, it's a, it's another like sort of influential one. Whereas with powerlifting, you can say any good program would take influence from Louis Simmons. You can yeah. probably say the same thing for Pendley as well. That any decent weightlifting program is going to take, whether you realise it or not, is going to take influence from from Glenn Pendley. So. Yeah, it's a sad time indeed. Mm. Yeah, they're like the coaches that sort of took our sport to the next level, aren't they? Mm. Yeah, yeah, like the, like the sort of the goats of the sports. Yeah, like they're like, you oh, could say like it's, you can, yeah. Regardless of your opinion of them, like you can't deny like the, the influence that they've had and will continue to have. Like, on like Rich, Rich Roning in CrossFit. <laughs> Used to train two, three times a day. Mm. Everyone else used to train once. Once, yeah. That's yeah. how many times the comedy just, just smashed it. He was like, Exactly. Yeah. Like, I, I do this in one day. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Give me something hard. That's <laughs> 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 what she says. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. Um, just looking at Lewis and his injuries. Like, one of the worst ones was a knee block where he snapped his patella in half. Oh. During a workout in his forties. So yeah, that is uh, pretty fucking disgusting. What was he doing when he did it? Um, Probably like a, a seven hundred and thirty-five pound squat. So like what? Th- well over. Th- oh no, he, he attempted. He went up to seven sixty to attempt another big one. He walked it out, tried to squat it, and broke his kneecap in half. <laughs> oh god! And then it says. During his surgery, he had a reaction to the anaesthetic and flatlines on the on the operating table. So he literally fucking died. 
yeah, from breaking and he died and then obviously, obviously came back. And then another, what, 40-odd years in him? Something like 30-odd years, something like that? Yeah. Um, yeah, that's, that's pretty fucking crazy, that, isn't it? Yeah. Pretty crazy. Crazy guy who... I think that just from watching... I mean, I never met the guy. I never talked to him or anything like that. But just from watching, like, videos of him, you could tell that that was, like... A, when you can see that that's someone's passion getting stronger and getting other people stronger is that guy's passion um or like was that guy's passion and if i if if like me myself as a coach if i can like if i can mimic like 50 percent of that of that passion then then i think i've i will have done all right i don't know if if you would have a tendency to agree with that or or whether you're like, yeah, fuck, fuck that fifty percent. Is that all? <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's almost might be like Shankle as well. He just he's always finding a way to keep lifting, keep mm. like when he dislocated his shoulder. But then like a year, he was snatching again. Got stronger, started snatching again. Mental. Yeah. There's um, in that uh, documentary, which I'm pretty sure was on Netflix. Um, there's a video. I'm not sure if it was when he when he broke his patella. West Side versus the World. Yeah. That's it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I'm not sure if it was when he broke his patella, but I think he broke his leg. Watch that tonight. He broke his lower leg, um, and there's like a, a video from the, like the next day after he's. It might have even been the same afternoon, and he's doing like a like a 150 kilo floor press or something like that. <laughs> Like either on the same day or the day after, <laughs> and there's like there's there's either footage of it or there's uh, like a vid uh, a photo of it, which is it's pretty fucking insane. Like it shows that if you get an injury, there is always a way to train around it. There's always a way to train around certain things, but maybe not the same day. Mm, uh, on the same fucking day, like. Like I've got to go and finish my session. <laughs> no, yeah. yeah. Fucking crazy, crazy. Did he come up with a belt squat as well? Or I think it was like the uh, the reverse hyper. Uh, like West Side Wisdom. Pretty sure that yeah, he had a big influence on like belt squatting as well. Which and the thing with 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 those guys was uh, he wouldn't you you couldn't uh, you couldn't just buy a membership. To Westside Barbell, you, you had to, to apply. Your, you have to and prove yourself as well. Yeah, like. like it was like his decision to let you train there, um, which is kind of funny. Um, and they actually, as a business, like the gym wasn't really that successful. Um, it was the the invention of the machines and like selling the merch. I mean, at home, I've got like a with the the dog on the front, like the Westside Barbell T-shirt. It's like fucking cool T-shirt. Um, selling merch I mean that's like it's a gym in Ohio in America and I've got one of the t-shirts like what the fuck's that all about yeah but like with with t-shirts from places I've always said you've got, you've got to go there before you can before you can, before you can actually wear a t-shirt yeah. like I, I want I want like Cross and Mayhem t-shirts but I'm like, <laughs> like I usually go and order it online but I'm like now I go like, in the shop in that gym yeah buy it from there yeah, yeah. Same, actually, I've trained there I've been here before it's a little pet peeve <laughs> so I just got to make sure that I don't wear that the t-shirt around you. Yeah, I mean, well, when, when, when did you go there? When did you go there? <laughs> like, 
I can't fucking squat what half those guys can fucking bench press. Like, <laughs> um, in my defense, it was a, I'm pretty sure it was either a Christmas or a birthday present from Jane, so you can take it up with her. Yeah, weak things break. <laughs> that was just... There was a quote that uh, I put on the gym's Instagram, which, regardless of whether you want to get stronger or not, West Sides. is literally fucking applicable. Um, and it's to do with you, you've lost if you in, in the absence of trying. Columbus, Ohio. Columbus, Ohio. So it's supposed to be like an absolute shithole um, round there. But I've only ever been to... Uh, I've only ever been to America twice. Yeah. And it's only New York and bloody Florida. So yeah. nowhere near either of those. I'm trying to find this quote because I thought that's a fucking great quote. Yeah, I'd, I'd love to like go into a tour of all the, all the good gy- like the the world famous gyms. Yeah, like the like, like if I go to Vegas this year, I'd love to go to um, Average Bros. Oh yeah. <laughs> the uh, one a gym that I really like in America is the uh, one that Mayweather trains at. The fuck's it called? Because that's like the like a boxing equivalent to somewhere like West Side, yeah. which I think is quite. Even though it's obviously not my sport. Um, it's still, it's still interesting to, you know, like see people train and. It was like that really cool UFC gym in LA, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where they've got all like the it's like like the, the, state of the art. Yeah, but like say the SNC cut like mm. about six, seven octagons just yeah. on the gym floor. Yeah. Huge. So that quote was not not being willing to try is the beginning of the end, which, like, if that doesn't. Light a fire up your ass. I don't fucking know what will, because that was like literally. He was classified as like one of the world's strongest powerlifters, like even to this day, based off his records back in the day. Easily like top one hundred, I would guess that he still would be in like the top fifty strongest powerlifters for like weight category and all that kind of stuff. Like he, the guy won a lot of different things. Um, yeah, so not being willing to try is the beginning of the end. Um, like, like Yoda says, do or do not, there is there no, is no try. try. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I'll just Google famous powerlifting gyms, and we are top of that list. Of course, absolutely. Especially with your, uh, with you now qualifying for British uh, Europeans. Big Col is going on the 9th of April, so Grand National Day. Uh, so's Mark's competing on the Sunday. Uh, and is Lincoln competing again? Or? I don't think she's competing at that one. She's waiting until she's waiting till, she's waiting till the British, because she pissed it. Yeah. <laughs> but those two, they will both quite easily qualify for British and Europeans, so... You might be able to hire a private jet, <laughs> depending on how the long long the flight is and how much you're willing to spend on it. <laughs> Going there would be a bit shit, but coming home it'd be fucking business. <laughs> I need to get my all my stuff booked for that. I haven't even... So at the moment, how how long have you got till? Ten weeks. 
and you're going same weight category. Yeah, I'm still, I'm still trying to like sort of lean down, but not try and get for ninety. Just sort but not of go small. Recomp a bit, yeah. Mm. Lose some fluff, as I call it. I think Plant that's like the uh, the nice way of of putting it, like fluff. I'm, I'm just going for I'm, I'm just going for the experience, really. Yeah. Like you're fucking mad as well. Qualified for it. Like I'm, I'm not going there with, a, with the intention of winning, like or the expectation of winning. Mm. Just gonna experience it. Few well, days, you never know. A few days in Hungary. If you if you go with uh, with uh, low expectations but high standards, you might do better than you think. Mm. Um, obviously, like the the experience of that will be be pretty cool. Um, and yeah, it's like I think that's like a, a a cool thing to do. Like, I've competed at a European Championships of powerlifting. Yeah, cause I think that's why like the reason like that was speaking to me yesterday about like I wasn't too sore after my comp because I don't think I got I got like didn't get that hyped up, didn't get that like mm. adrenaline dump for each each yeah. lift. I was kind of funny like you tell me that uh, between attempts like other people like fucking smacking each other in the face head, like that. headphones on like yeah. head bopping getting zone <laughs> and you're like looking at memes and texting me yeah I'm, I'm, like, <laughs> I'm like I've got 10 minutes to wait on board yeah. <laughs> I gotta go we're gonna do like some kind of emom or something yeah I gotta get in three minutes like <laughs> I almost missed the lift because I was looking at memes <laughs> I looked up and it was like my name, like Chase McVie. Like up now, I was like, shit. oh shit, better put my belt on. Yeah. <laughs> right, it is. It is funny the different types of uh, different types of lifter that you see at uh, powerlifting competitions and weightlifting competitions as well. Like there's the the ones that get like mega hyped. Like the, some of the celebrations are, are hilarious as well. I like to go like super understated. With uh, with my celebrations, and I only like really acknowledge stuff when I've missed. Yeah, and I just get a little bit pissed off with myself, and then be like, "Okay, I'm gonna have another go." Chucky belt. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> there was one where I got I got sat down by my uh, my clean and jerk opener a couple of years ago um, in Manchester, I think it was. Yeah, I got fully sat down because. You know, when you're a little bit nervous, like you're, uh, you've been warming up pretty well, you go out and there's like a decent crowd, it all goes quiet, which happens in weightlifting, but not powerlifting. How did you find that, by the way, the difference in the music? Fine, not really a, an issue. Yeah, yeah, no, music. That, that, yeah, the music. I think it was better with music. Yeah. Because like the signs, I'm like, everyone's... I kind of like that. Everyone's looking at me the way it should be. Yeah, but then like in the you silence, it's like tickets to be here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think with the like, yeah, like I don't mind it. To, like everyone looking at me, but it just made it a bit more. Mm. It's a, it is a like, little bit more intimidating. Like the like, silence, everyone like it goes quiet, and like yeah. everyone's, you know, that, that means you know everyone's looking at you. And you're like, yeah. Shit, oh like, fuck. I've got, got to make this lift. <laughs> yeah, I, w- I walked out for that opener, and I think it all just sort of hit me at once, and. In like the back room, I was like warming up pretty well. Um, I actually hit my opener in the back room without realizing it. Um, 
and it was uh, it was absolutely fine. Then when I got out onto the platform, essentially just panicked a little bit, yanked the bar, pulled the bar as high as I fucking could. So it was like it was up here, and I was already like down in the catch position, and it just fucking landed on me. Tried to stand it up and just went it's <laughs> like smack the floor because obviously it was frustrating then it was just like yeah you've just got to laugh at stuff like Stop that because if you don't then you're gonna you're gonna get into yourself Straight into a, a hole you're worked up yeah yeah and it, that's not gonna serve you particularly well for your next attempt um, which was kind of funny yeah, it's a pretty funny video like <laughs> you see me just start start laughing as I'm walking off <laughs> Then watching someone like this girl, she cleaned it, she fell backwards, like on her back, and then next thing you see, like, just went up as well. <laughs> like a proper theatrical backwards fall. <laughs> I managed to get the bar off me and, like, rolled back. No, she just went, oh, just like, just like fell back, elbows, obviously, she was fine, but like, she just, like, dra- um, fucking dramatised it. Is that a word? Yeah. Dramatised, I don't know. Dramatised. English. <clears throat> Any thespians out there? Thespians out there com- will confirm that that is definitely a word. Yeah. But yeah, um, well, like the best one where I've seen is like Chris Murray when he, have you ever seen it? He's, 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 he's still up a clean, and then like he, obviously he was too heavy, like he, he he passed out or like dropped it and went passed out. But he fell off the stage behind him, and it was just like a curtain, and he just <laughs> fell between the curtains. I don't think I've seen that. <laughs> Like he, he, dro- he drops it, steps back, staggers, and then just like falls back through, through, the, through the curtain <laughs> behind him. <laughs> what a beast he is, by the way. He's like, what, a, an 80, 81 or something like that? I, tra- I trained with him years ago, back yeah. when he was like doing CrossFit, CrossFit Guildford. No way. That's cool. Is he a yeah. good guy? Yeah. He was, seems like a good fella. I was at the um, Jared Enderton. Oh, yeah, um, like a seminar. Yeah. Like that, yeah. He, was over, he was over from. US. I saw him at, like I even saw him in Starbucks before I went to the seminar. <laughs> so I had to go over and introduce myself. <laughs> Hi, I'm James. Yeah. Hi Chris. <laughs> but he's like he's short but he's he's jacked, like he looks like he's got a super wide neck, like the thickest neck in the game. He's a, he's a wrestler, isn't he? So mm. he's, he's a good lifter. He's Bloody beast as well. Absolute beast. Um yeah, no, that's pretty funny. Like, that's only ever happened to me once, blacking out. Um, but yeah, it's not. A f- it's not really a fun experience. But then, you don't really remember it. No, you just get shown the videos. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Luckily for me, it was in here, and I was the only one training, so yeah. caught a clean and was just like, "Oh, that landed in the wrong place." <laughs> Which I think is like the 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 standard one, really, isn't it? When mm. you you sort of miss rack a bar a little bit. It's just on your windpipe. Mm. I remember seeing some lifter. He, he's passed out a few times, like one of the Welsh lifters. I think he he passed out of the Commonwealth. He had to, he had to, he had to like carry do, him off. withdrew him from the Commonwealth. Like, yeah, fucking hell. I think it was a medical team that had to like withdrew him because he passed out. Because like, otherwise, he would have carried on. Yeah. Fair play. I, I, think, I think he carried on. He, he, he passed out and started like fitting, I think, to be like, yeah, yeah. But like at one comp, because he's known for passing out on Keen and Jerk. Yeah. Like he dropped the bar and passed out. He's like, his coach walked past me. Oh, fuck's sake. 
He's like, come on, wake up, get like slapping and get his, yeah. get his belt off. He's like, get come on, wake up. And, <laughs> and he came back and made the, the second lift. <laughs> Must happen every time. He's like, oh, fuck's sake. Here we go, here we go again. Yeah, you know, like, it, just, it happens like on a weekly basis. Yeah. So here it we happens go again. every Friday. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, um, so, which, like, talking of uh, influential coaches, like, Pendley brought in the big bloody Friday, like big Fridays. So anyone who ever wondered where that came, like comes from, it is typically from the programming, really, isn't it? Uh, build, from, build up to maximum. Yeah, which is nice and fun. So anyone who tries to pass it off as their own, you're full of shit. <laughs> I was like, um, Ivan Abaja was old, wasn't it? Was it him and him and Penley, or was it him and Dave Spitz? Dave Spitz, Dave over? Spitz I think. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Who, obviously, is also highly influential. I think, like, all of, all of the stories they tell about Uncle. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like they go, they go in the back garden. <laughs> yeah. It's like, it's like screaming. It's like, <laughs> do you want to make a hormonal so he can like eat the meat? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> then we eat the goat. Yeah. <laughs> Um, I think that, that Dave Spitz is like an, an example of like someone who is kind of on the same like similar level as like Pendley really like they call him the, like the godfather of American weightlifting which is fucking it's a bit of a cool title that, not, isn't not it? a bad title is it yeah. um, but I think that he obviously because Pendley started when the internet was first like widely available they started like streaming stuff didn't they and some little webcam you just saying yeah that. yeah they kind of like he's kind of like carried that on which is cool it's cool to see um yeah california strength would be a cool cool one to go to i think and obviously like train as far away from like the main platform as possible and just sort of is that, is that, is that, is that still there now the raised one sure. it, was always, it was always trying to work onto that wasn't it cal strength like yeah <laughs> like it was raised, wasn't it? it was raised the yeah, raised one over in the yeah, far corner. Yeah. Um, I'm not sure if I, I'm not. I'm not a hundred percent sure on the layout of the gym that I've never been to. Uh, you, can tell, <laughs> you can tell I've watched a lot of videos. Yeah. Like every day, I used to watch it before training. <laughs> there has been times, like not so much lately, but there has been times when like training's been a bit of a slog, and you've had to put like an hour long, because they used to do like the vlogs where no one really spoke. It was just, just big lifts. lifting, like mainly Big Friday compilations. Um, and sticking something like that on in the background is always like a good little bit of motivation because it's like, okay, yeah, the other side of the, other side of the planet, mm. someone else who's fucking well stronger than me is like beasting it. So if you want to get closer to where they are, you're going to have to try a bit harder. Mm. Yeah, so the, the one I always remember is like it's called Cal Strength Shenanigans. It's just like it's a it's a good one. <laughs> so yeah, um, influential gyms, influential coaches. Um, Louis Simmons definitely like. Uh, I think some of like my biggest like strength numbers have come when I've been training in a style that, you know, has adhered to that kind of like repetition method, like max effort, um, all that dynamic effort, all that kind of stuff. Um, 
and train in that way if you're not currently training that way. If you're training in like a commercial gym and you're like, what the fuck should I do? Just type into Google Westside Barbell Template and you won't go far wrong. Like, <laughs> you won't go far wrong. Plenty of variation, um, plenty of different rep schemes, plenty of different ways of making progress. Um, yeah, it'll serve you really, really well. Obviously, we spend quite a lot of time refining the programs that we do here to try and obviously keep them interesting, keep them nice and fresh, make sure people are progressing in the direction that we want to, but also sticking in different buckets. But they are heavily influenced by by the West Side sort of system. Not that I'm saying we train West Side because the only way you could train West Side is at West Side. Do you mind West Side is the best. <laughs> 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 West side is the best. <laughs> but yeah, um, also Travis Mash as well. He's a good, good coach. Travis good, Mash, good yeah, programs. Um, I think he trained with Lou Simmons. Yeah, um, and there's uh, what's his fucking name, Jordan Syatt, who's like I think he's more like sort of. You can't really imagine it, but he's like more sort of personal trainer style uh, influencer puts out like great info which is which is decent um yeah travis mash bit of a beast i think he's like doing a phd or something now which is fair play to the guy um yeah didn't penny do a phd was it masters in like i think so in you're saying people could walk up the stairs for their testing because like, his lab was the top floor and they did right, ruin them I and think, I think his was something to do with like the endocrine system or something like that. Yeah. Pretty sure it was like it was some kind of like biology or something like that. Um I thought you were Googling that then. No. So like I got Google Go Penley. Was it PhD? Penley also came up with the Penley row as well. Mm. Well, yeah. Most people calling it the Pendley row. Pendley, mm. no, that's not what it's called. Like put some respect on the name. <laughs> <laughs> um. Great exercise as well, by the way. Glenn William Penley the third. Um. Yeah, specialising in endo. Technology research. That's pretty interesting, isn't it? And I think that he applied those, like that knowledge, to obviously like a lot of his programming, which is it works. fucking useful, isn't it? Um, which obviously influences a lot of different coaches. I mean, from doing. Uh, some like the old Cal strength programs and some of the Pendley programs, like that's heavily influenced my weightlifting programming. Um, so obviously you always want to put your own spin on things, but I always like to think that credit where credit's due. That's a fucking great book, by the way. <coughs> um, credit where credit's due. Uh, Westside, Cal strength, Pendley, Louis Simmons. Um, probably people who've probably died a little bit young as well. Because, I mean, Louis Simmons, was in, he was like 
75 or something like that. 74, yeah. yeah. Um, he was still on, like, steroids as well, from, like, yeah. a young age. Yeah, yeah. So you'd, you'd miss it, didn't he, like, a few times, like, yeah, I'm still... Talked about it openly, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, which is kind of, like, an interesting case study. <laughs> Especially being, like, an American lifter. Mm. Like, obviously, it's pretty... What was it that he said? Um, taking steroids isn't illegal. Getting caught is. Which That's my my granddad's been saying. Like my granddad said that for years as well. Yeah. <laughs> I got I got told that when I was a kid. Like the yeah. only thing wrong is getting caught. Getting caught. Yeah. I was always getting caught. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, be an interesting. It's an interesting case study. He would be. He probably would be a. Um, It'd be an interesting autopsy, Louis Simmons, just to see like what what kind of effect the uh, the years of steroid use had on him. Um, what like what like kind of correlations that you could determine from? And obviously, like if you were gonna put stuff like that in like the Daily Mail or like the Bloody Sun or whatever, people would take it as gospel. It's just that, oh, this guy's liver was like a, a little bit larger than the typical, <laughs> the typical 70 odd year old bloke. Yeah. Like, like an enlarged heart or that kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah. Like that, that would be interesting just to find out, not necessarily to inform um, general health advice. Yeah. Um, have you got anything else you want to talk about? Um, any, nothing to add, really. Any interesting questions this week? I don't know about Fagana, which is uh, annoying. <laughs> you any questions this week? I did have one the other day. Oh, yeah, that was it. Would you rather have uh, legs that are the size of your fingers... Or fingers that are the size of your legs. <laughs> you be walking around like that. <laughs> and your feet were the same size. So it's like like that. That'd be my leg. So what's your legs like that? Yeah. Like with like width as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um <laughs> like my <laughs> massive. Imagine, massive imagine five hands. of them. What sorry? Imagine like five legs, just no, like no, <laughs> It's like that one, isn't it? Would you rather have finger-sized nipples or nipple-sized fingers? Nipple-sized fingers would be fucking tiny, wouldn't they? Unless you've got big nips. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> I like they like nipples. Like. <laughs> Is that like an, an all-the-time thing or when it's cold? Just when it's cold. Just when it's cold. But even then, it's just like yeah. dangling down. Because <laughs> yeah. like the rest of the time, you'd just be drooping, wouldn't you? Yeah. Yeah, you'd probably go, uh, yeah, I'd probably go, uh, nipple-sized fingers. <laughs> but then you couldn't, like, hook up or anything, could you? That's true. Like, you wouldn't be able to do much, really. It'd be, like, little, basically, wouldn't have fingers. You'd have, like, nubs for yeah. fingers. Yeah, that's an interesting point. Team nips, then. <laughs> Finger nips. <laughs> yeah. Finger nips. <laughs> I mean, there's tons like that, isn't 
What's there's, another one? <laughs> there was one. Um, what was it? It was like I think it was like orgasm every time you sneeze or cough after every word. Probably go for sneezes. <laughs> yeah. Like imagine <coughs> if <coughs> you had to. Actually, I've just said two fucking words then. Yeah. But like, whereas, how many times a day do you sneeze? Well, like, if I go from a dark room to a light room, I can sneeze five times. Yeah. Business? Five <laughs> orgasms? <laughs> but I might like, it was like in like, middle, like, I don't know, I'm just out in public, sneeze. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And would it be like a, a really over the top, elaborate <laughs> orgasm? Or yes. would it just be like a... Like you, you couldn't like keep it quiet. Right, okay. Yeah, I'd still a, go for that. Be a noisy one in the middle of town. Ma- imagine ordering a coffee if you had to cough after every single... Especially yeah. now, because I think I'd rather shit myself in public than, uh, than cough or sneeze in public these days. To say that, if you sneezed and you started having an orgasm, that'd be... Pretty interesting, wouldn't it? <laughs> no, what other ones? Um, would you rather be in jail for five years or be in a coma for a decade? Uh, you got to look at the pros and cons of each of those. Like... Being in jail, pros of that, three square meals a day, unlimited time to work out, <laughs> a bed, a toilet, got to look for the positives in things. Cons, which is probably outweighs all of them, chances of getting shivved yeah. <laughs> could potentially be pretty high. You don't really have much control over anything else. Being in a coma, you obviously lose 10 years, but you're asleep. But in that time, the zombie apocalypse could happen, so... The Walking Dead. Yeah. For that, I'd probably go... That's a tough one. I'd probably say jail, because you could use five years pretty wisely. Just absolutely get, get that gym physique. Yeah. Jimmy yeah. jail physique. Jail strong. Yeah, that's it, jail strong. <laughs> that's what I was trying to think of. <laughs> I think that is as good a place as any to uh, finish off this week's episode. Um, thanks very much for listening or watching. Um, give us a like, give us a share, give us a sub- subscribe. Or don't, if you don't want to, go fuck yourself. Uh, and we'll see you next week. Bye.